Okay, good morning and welcome to a special Basel World pod. This is Hanky from Hanky Time and I'm really excited today. Ordinarily, Basel World, I gotta be honest, by Sunday I could take it or leave it and I wish I was already back home. But today is special uh, because we have the new the new three musketeers, the dynamic force that's driving Fortis and taking it forward. Um, so it's, it should be a great episode today. So stay tuned, hang in there, we're gonna be right back. Okay, good morning. We are live from the Hyperion, home of the hype, Basel Week 2019. And today I've got uh, three of the key players behind one of, I think, the love story, triumph, feel-good story of the year. Uh, gentlemen, if you could take a moment and introduce yourselves, because I want to make sure I get all the names correct. Hi, my name is Andreas. I am the marketing manager at Fordis in Grantian. My name, hey guys, my name is Lawrence. I'm the CEO of uh, Fortis. Uh, Evidently, they're also in uh, Grenkin and happy to be you with you. Hi, my name is Jupp. I'm the new owner of Fortis since last September. Okay, so there we go. All the introductions are out of the way. Now we can roll up our sleeves and get down to it. Sir, new owner, I'm curious. You look like a sound, rational, healthy and happy man. Yes. Why, in the name of all that's good and holy, did you get involved in the watch business? Uh, I'm original from the fruit business. And after many years, in, uh, after 20 years in the fruit business, it's, it's becoming boring talking about strawberries. So that's why I, I took a, a new adventure. And I'm a long-time Fortis fan. Now since 15 years, I bought my first Fortis 2004. It was a cosmonaut in Titan. And, and that's, for me, it was an amazing story. So I would like to join the company. Okay, wonderful. And you, sir? Well, I've been uh, with the company since around about four years now, so I know a bit of the old story and you know, I'm really looking forward to bring back the brand to where it should be. <laughs> Fantastic, and Lawrence, and I, I actually need to add an interjection here. Lawrence, I consider, and I hope he feels the same way, but I consider Lawrence a really good friend. Uh, we've worked together in previous capacities, probably one of the nicest people you ever meet in the watch brand business. Uh, so I'm actually really pleased that he's agreed to come in and share with us today. But over to you, Lawrence. Well, thanks. Thanks you. Same for me. Well, I, I met uh, you and I uh, was convinced that uh, together we can uh, make something and then uh, uh, met Andreas and uh, at the end we also have uh, Dario and so we are a great team and good experience. Uh, I look back on 20 years watch business. I was with Mido and uh, Tiso managing uh, Tissot Swiss market at the end and uh, now uh, managing Fortis will be a great adventure and America definitely a huge market potential and the, all over the world we will be again strong back and we have a great team and uh, with that I'm convinced we can build up something in the long term. Okay, fantastic and you know I need to get this out of the way early. Um, you did mention America and we Previously, at, at some points, we had a great market space for Fortis, and Fortis has a huge following in the United States and in Canada. And I'm not going to lie, uh, maybe about 10 years ago, we started not to see as much of Fortis as we would have liked it. You know, it wasn't, I guess maybe probably the emphasis wasn't there, and we didn't, obviously you didn't have an awesome marketing guy like you do now. Um, so. Me personally, from a selfish perspective, I'm really excited to see Fortis coming back to North America. Um, what do you think? You know, what do you think maybe is going to help drive the market space there? 
<laughs> but definitely we need we need to be consequent we need to be there we need uh, time and uh, everything what we do we think only in the long term and I think that is the right thing to do if you make just one shot deals and uh, you just look about uh, one week then uh, you will not succeed and if America we will come uh, in uh, September with the Reno air show and uh, step by step we will have more presence in America and this is the same all over the world we just met yesterday with our Japanese uh, guys and uh, we in every country we are we try to improve our bases and uh, not accelerate with a huge investment immediately but uh, over the next five years and that's I think the good way to go step by step but uh, every year okay and so I'll interject because you have a great new tagline I mean I don't know how new it is but it's new to me <laughs> and I'm gonna I'm hoping I get it right it's hashtag we need more space did yeah. I get it right yeah how did you, I mean I'm sorry <laughs> but that is so atypical and it's really cool. What was the inspiration? Well, actually, a funny fact is that's not my subline. <laughs> it's made by our you, new. You, you can take credit. It's, it's okay. It's, it's, <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna forward the credit to our sales manager, who's, who's Dario, and he came up with that, you know, more or less spontaneous uh, tagline. And the idea behind it is, um, of course, we're doing space watches, but on the other hand, there's like you know, places like Basel World, which is. At the moment, not really affordable for us, or makes sense for us, let's say it that way. But um, in the end of the day, we all need more space. So um, we said we're going to approach the whole space theme, and yeah, we try to be a bit more fun in the industry. That's 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 one of the main approaches. So. Well, no, and it's fantastic because obviously um, everyone is very familiar with NASA and Apollo 13 and blah 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 blah, and, and that's great. You know, Omega has a very nice story. But me personally, um, I've always been obsessed by cosmonauts, like Yuri Gagarin, and really, I always sort of felt like they were a little bit more ambitious, a little more rough and ready, a little bit more no-nonsense, let's just do it, right? We're not going to shine it up and make it pretty and perfect. Want to go to space? Yeah, let's go to space, boom. And I bring this up because when I visited you guys at Grenchen at the factory a few days ago, you were showing me some of the new watches. And I don't know which one of the three of you mentioned it, but that really it's, it's not supposed to be this beautiful, pretty, elegant, dainty timepiece. Maybe, maybe the new owner can tell us a bit about that. Um, so we don't call it timepiece, we call it time machine. That's a great tagline. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes it is. No, just to, just to be honest, we don't want to do shiny, uh, glimmering watches. We we want to to produce watches for eternity. They have to work in twenty years. Uh, so and we do, we do not follow trends. We we want to do something for for which works in any time and everywhere. So that's this is the main target for for our watches to to prepare. So this is. Uh, the main idea also behind the, the Amade watch you saw, the black one. Uh -huh. So this is uh, pre prepared for the next Mars mission. Um, uh, yeah, this is the main idea, just to do watches, works every time, anywhere. Anything to add? Yeah, it's about it's about the, the reliability and I think the, we want to get our watches uh, space proven at the end of the day. And long-termly, we're thinking about getting them Mars-proven. So um, we are already starting with um, some analog missions here on Earth to, you know, more or less um, build 
a reflection of Mars in, on, on planet Earth to see whether our watches can withstand and also to develop future Mars watches. So we don't know when they're going to Mars, um, but we believe that one day, if they're going to Mars, and they will, um, they're going to ask for the Fortis watch to be on their wrist. That's one of the very important things we're working on. So, I, I mean, I have to be honest, I'm a, I'm a romantic. I'm kind of a hopeless romantic about the watch business. And I started out life working for Doxa. And I think a lot of um, a lot of people have this idea that it's all crusty old men with, you know, their little, their little eyepiece going hand by hand, one by one. But when I first met Lawrence, when I visited Auguste Ramon, I... I fell in love with two things. I fell in love with the watches, of course. That had happened a long time ago. But I fell in love with the factory. Now, admittedly, uh, Tramelon is not a hot tourist destination. Um, but there was something about that space and about the people working there. And I kind of fell in love again when I visited Grenchen. I had that same feeling of this beautiful building and, and people who really were acting not necessarily just for themselves, but for the best interest of the brand and for their colleagues and co-workers and for their customers ultimately. And I really felt that um, in the time that I was visiting. What do you think is the special sauce that the new Fortis is, has and is going to continue to have that maybe some brands don't? I think it's that. It's just the passion. <laughs> passion is, I think, the keyword. I come from Swatch Group. I was an employee at the Swatch Group. And uh, you work for something, you work for salary, but at Fortis we work for passion. We, we have another uh, eight uh, hour day, we, we work much longer. and it's 14 uh, hours. <laughs> yeah, and uh, we are a great team and have fun together and uh, very long discussions until we come to a conclusion uh, in the same way that everybody can uh, stand for that. And I think that shows passion and this is what we can reflect then also in the markets. It's clear if you see the watch in the window, you don't see this passion. You see it in perhaps hopefully in our interview or when uh, in medias you see us or all the people visiting us. So also our watchmakers are uh, it's a great team and they are motivated to work. They get new devices. We just invested uh, 100,000 in new machines to make a perfect production and uh, all that stuff helps to bring up Fortis and uh, to show our passion what we live. Yeah, just, I think this is the main, the main thing behind Fortis because now at the moment we are 13 people. We feel like a family. We are working like a family. We have a good team. We have a lot of fun, and uh, everybody is loving what we are doing. So I hope this is would be the, the small thing which is different to all the other brands. Okay, it's about the exactly like you know family owned, absolutely independent. We can do whatever we want, right? and still. We never closed the doors for more than 107 years. So, and, and that's kind of a, you know, major fact if you look at other watch brands, you know, who've been, you know, locked up for 25 years and now you know, back out of the draw. And that's kind of, you know, and then Depuis whatever, you know. <laughs> we try to find some some new ways. Okay, so that's why we want to go to the Mars because nobody was there. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I shared with all of you when I met you back on, uh, was it only on Tuesday? It seems like years ago now <laughs> with Basel World. But um, I first was introduced to Fortis when I was living in Helsinki just by accident. I wandered into a shopping area and they had the Cosmonaut collection and it was really cool and really neat. So it was very exciting for me. I mean, 
granted, I'm 50 years old, I should have outgrown this type of uh, boyhood enthusiasm, but actually when I got to see the collection in person. Now, one thing that was really interesting was our discussion about straps. And I now have to be a bigger man and a bigger person and admit that I was wrong. And I want to give all of you listeners a little bit of background. My belief is that a strap should be squared and easy and it goes on and off and that way you can interchange and it's blah, 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 blah. And I will say, first and foremost, these three gentlemen listened to me. They didn't tell me I was an idiot, they didn't throw me out, and they heard me out. And they said, well, try this one. So they actually let me test drive um, one of the new, I, I'm calling it the Mars mission, I don't know if that's yeah. a fair way to call it, yeah. but one of the new pieces, and it had the warm-fitting strap. Mm -hmm. Funny story, um, it was probably the most comfortable watch I've worn in a long time. It's not a small, <laughs> dainty thing. It's actually a big, rugged watch. And all of the other journalists that I showed it to in the press room, I mean, it almost got stolen a couple of times, but luckily I got it back. They said the same thing. So clearly you guys have um, put a little bit more thought into this. Is Can you tell me a little bit about, without going into obviously company secrets, but sort of the design process and how you come to consensus about decisions? It's, I think that the main thing for you know, integrating the strap into the case and building a rugged case, I would say, um, is to create something that's where you get the feeling, or you're not only getting the feeling, you get uh, the security that it's well secured on your wrist. It's not about you know having these you know kind of dressy watches and then a tiny strap to it. You have a machine there, and the machine needs to be secured safely. So that's how we. That's why we integrate the strap into the watch, and I think that makes a huge difference to many brands. And, and I think that it fits really well on the wrist. And I think that's that's. One of the main things, obviously, Fortis is also well known for, for the integrated straps. So that's something we definitely want to continue and extend. Okay. This is one of the, the main thing what I always loved on Fortis was the integrated strap. Because it's much more comfortable. You, you already told it. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody believes, but yes, yeah. it is more comfortable than in a, a straight strap. So that's why I made the decision, okay, I want to do integrated straps for the future. Mm -hmm. And with Fortis we do watches for uh, independent doers and uh, <laughs> so it's integrated strap but also with a screw and a screwdriver you can uh, exchange your strap. So uh, that is also one of the special elements of Fortis. Okay, so basically not a watch for sheep but rather for independent people with yeah, their own a, ideas. It's a tool. It's a tool. It's a tool. You can use it. Use it. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, gentlemen, I know that you've got a lot of meetings and things are going to be busy, um, but I really want to thank all three of you for taking the time to come in and join me and to share your thoughts with, with all the desperate souls out there listening to Hanky Time. We <laughs> really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Um, and thanks, everybody, for listening. And we'll try to have something else back up for you within a day or two. And until then, Tampa's Fuji.